0: rip it dan and see and then dan can just put that in there and he can decide how perfect i was on the on the rip it or not if he wants to i I
1: bet he's i bet he's gonna be nice i mean i think think he'll line it up for me well he's he's a little sick right now
0: yeah dan Uh, is sick again dan is going through his like uh once every two months sickness where his body (laughs) says hey stop doing what you're doing and, and fix this.
1: He, uh, uh, I think there's an off chance he did order another uh, brick brick from after we talked Keys. about yeah. it.
0: That's very yeah. possible. That is very yeah. possible. Yeah. Cause I did
1: see, I saw a lot of people on, on Twitter and on the discord saying, well, it doesn't sound that bad. I'd like to order that. Or
0: yeah. Yeah. People were like, I would have one for sure. Even but after it, we showed the Google street view, people were like, I don't care. I would still yeah. have it.
1: If, if, if Dan eats something and gets sick from it, you should don't, don't eat it. Don't like, eat do it. not eat and that's not a slight against Dan that's a compliment if anything
0: yeah iron stomach uh, exactly. hello friends idiots and friends who are also idiots welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection it is blocked party this is episode number 94 and uh, we have uh, a great guest uh, joining us this week a friend of the show he uh he's he told me to introduce him as a former comedian because comedy <laughs> is dead Brian Gar is here hi Brian hi Brian
2: Thanks, boys. I haven't seen y'all since a real good show. I feel like we yeah. did. We did Young Sheldon.
1: Yeah, yeah Young did, that Sheldon was all, broke almost almost two years ago. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I made
2: a big impression, and y'all were like, "We got to get this guy back." <laughs> That's it. Exactly.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah, we waited.
0: We waited. The well, you know, we just didn't know if you're you were so good on the on the Young Sheldon app. We were like, you know what, this guy probably doesn't. He probably doesn't want to come back. He was too good he was the star we don't want to bring him back and oh that's nice of you, you canadian
2: so nice
0: i appreciate that well i yeah. mean I, I'm, I'm just glad we could bring you back on for a show where you didn't have to watch an episode of young sheldon i feel like that is really we're just trying to extend the olive branch you know i
2: bought it too i paid us oh, dollars right. for it on amazon <laughs> i don't know why i don't know why i guess i just couldn't find it to torrent anyway
0: yes well brian if it makes you feel better. I got my just desserts for that because, uh, these, um, a couple listeners of the show have a podcast about, um, burn notice, uh, the show burn notice. Yeah. And, um, they were just like, they asked me to do the show and I was like, yeah, no problem. And then we had a recording date set and they were like, yeah, it's on Amazon prime. So like we're doing this episode and then you can just watch it on Amazon prime. Yeah. I was like, okay, sounds good. Uh, and then I waited until the last day before we were recording to watch the episode and I loaded up Amazon prime and it's only on Amazon prime in the United States. And not Canada, and so I had to buy the episode of burn notice and it was three 99 (laughs) for one (laughs) episode. of burn
1: notice i was like fuck I, you should have just bought the season right <laughs> presumably there's like a discount
2: that would be a better value when you yeah. think about it I yeah, do you can at least to watch the another story episode. i
0: did work. not want to watch another episode of that show one time was enough man we, so
1: we do the amazon like uh watch parties on, on right. twitch stream right okay and yeah the issue with that is that like jesse is in the u.s and he's hosting it right so right uh, sometimes there'll be movies we want to watch that are only available in the U.S. So he'll have to, like, stream it to me, like like a secondary stream to me, because <laughs> Canada doesn't have the same selection, obviously. But what's insane to me is that, um, Brian, do you know who Frank D'Angelo is?
2: Uh, is that a comic? Uh, well... well, he is very funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he's like a totally insane millionaire energy drink mogul from Canada. Oh, uh, no, I don't. Who, like, makes his own movies, uh, and they're all, like, to a T, like, all of them are just absolutely horrendous. But for whatever reason, uh, Amazon Prime in the U.S. has, like, a way bigger selection of them. Okay. Um, and we watched one yesterday called... Have, John, I mean, you've seen a few of his movies, right, John?
0: I don't know that I've ever actually watched one of the full ones. I think the one I've seen the most of is Sicilian Vampire. He okay. sounds like so,
1: the Uve
2: Ball of Canada. Basically. He's kind it, it's of like of that. that.
1: Tommy Wiseau as well. Yeah. Um, okay. He's, he also Neil, stars Neil in Brain. them. He stars yeah. in them, Brian. So and, he, and writes them. And yeah. He writes, edits directs,
0: them. edits, and Oh, does stars. all the music. Does all the an, music as well. Tour. Okay. Yeah. And he, yeah. like, uh, the thing, too, is that he, like, he's quite rich. So he will get, um, like, washed, like, old, washed actors to be in it. So like Danny Aiello is in like three of them, and James Caan is in one of them. Oh, okay, and some like,
2: some fairly decent yeah, star yeah,
0: power. It's yeah. like
1: it's it's very bizarre. Margo Margo Kidder was in the one we watched yesterday. <laughs> oh, as, really? Oh. As like an insane lady in the park. So it was kind of like, was she just so they there just got when you were got live
2: footage of her. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but it it's so we watched The Neighborhood last night, which is his like mafia movie. Okay, and I w- so I will say I've seen three of his movies and the neighborhood is like the most coherent like if you were watching it with the sound off you would think okay this is like a direct to dvd movie yeah whereas like his other ones uh there's one called the joke thief which is he plays like a stand-up comic who got in trouble for stealing people's jokes and he's got like one last chance to do like a a national comedy show that night. It's it's totally insane. And,
2: and like, it's those like gone in 60 chances. seconds. He has yeah. to steal a whole hour's worth of material. Exactly. Yeah. To and, pull this off.
1: Basically, so half of the movie is him in an Uber on the way to the show. And he's like having like flashbacks about his life while he's in the Uber. And the Uber driver is like giving him life advice. And then it it it's interspersed with, like bits of stand-up from the show that's happening at that moment. And it's all like really washed up Canadian comics. Uh including Ed the Sock, yes. who's like Canada's version of Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. Oh, okay. All right. He's like if Triumph the Insult Comic Dog uh worked for the Lincoln Project. I would say. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually
2: very true to life. It, they could make it a little bit more uh, accurate if uh, half of the movie was just him sitting backstage awkwardly talking to those washed up comics where they just bitch about the industry and how young people don't have any respect anymore. I like that's
1: That's like really close to what it was oh, in okay. terms of, in terms of the jokes and stuff being told on stage, because it was all I'm, John. I'm trying to remember the guy's name. Um, He sort of markets himself as like a really Canadian comic. He's yeah, an older guy. Glenn with Foster. Like a, yes. He's got like the bowl cut that Canadian uh, guy. That Canadian guy that is, is literally he, he, how he
0: makes people introduce I, him. Don't I, I mean, I don't want to.
1: Well, look, I OK, I just want to say I, I do remember seeing him on Just for Laughs growing up. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, even back then, I was like, oh, this guy sucks. Yeah, like, he's really bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we were watching with our friend Chris James and Chris was like, yeah, Glenn, like blocked me on every uh, every social media platform because I would just like <laughs> brutally harass him. <laughs> for like two years just this like old man yeah. who's got who's just like super like misogynist like really really bad right like stale right. Yeah, stand he up sucks. he
0: right. he had a big controversy not that long ago because or well it was probably a couple of years ago now but he um pardon me most like comedy scenes as I'm sure, Brian, you know, as well, you'll, you'll, there's like a Facebook group usually for like your kind of local comedy scene Mm -hmm. uh, to just like for people who come in from out of town and are looking for shows or for people in the scene who want to talk about their shows, whatever. And of course it's like anytime a group of comedians gets together in an online setting, it's just a total cesspool of, uh, you know, gatekeeping and people who think they're comedians, but they're not. And it's just, it's insane. And Glenn, A couple of years ago posted on the Toronto stand-up comedy forum, uh, telling people that he would um help them with their like just for laughs showcase sets. Um, and he had varying like packages uh, of like helping you. So like so, oh, there, so, no. so there was like one <laughs> like
2: Scientology. Yes, exactly,
0: <laughs> exactly. L, L Ron L Glenn Hubbard. And so he was like He so it was like the first package was just like you send him a tape of your set. He gives you some feedback. End of transaction. And then like the second (laughs) one was like, I will come to the show. Watch you do the set. Also look at the tape give you some feedback. And then like the third one was like, I will like work with you. Like I will sit down with you for like yeah. up to four hours. you will full like workshop like, yeah. your jokes together, blah blah blah. And like I think I can't remember the exact pricing, but like I think the the final package was like $750 or oh something my like God. that. And people, <laughs> oh my God. and people were just like losing <laughs> their minds. Like yeah, and, that's and so,
2: that's throwing red meat to the wolves yeah. uh, when comics find out that you're grifting like
0: that. Oh, yeah. totally. It, and he was doing it in view with with just view laughs
2: at all. Like, is he affiliated with the show at all? No, or just,
0: it was just like he's done it a bunch. Like, you know, in, in the yeah. 90s, he, he probably went every year for like okay. 10 years in a row or whatever. Right. Like, he's a known guy in Canada. But yeah, he's just this like and people were just like, you can't charge people this amount of money, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, he's like, I've helped dozens of comedians get <laughs> just for laughs and like when they work with me like they all say how good their set becomes and like whatever and then yeah and then it's like you watch him do a set and he yeah he has a bowl cut he's wearing a canada flag tie doing and jokes he's...
2: about the asian waitress from, like, <laughs> yeah he calls her
0: oriental yeah. brian yeah. make yeah, sure you course. get that right. right the oriental waitress of tim hortons <laughs> who doesn't yeah. who doesn't get you the right tim bits <laughs> or whatever yeah right. it's it's so nuts so yeah He he like basically got like not kicked out of the scene, but like people already, I think he's one of those like older guys that has kind of lost touch that people would like talk about behind his back. But then when he did that, it was like, oh, it's just out in the open now. And he was just (laughs) actively hated in the scene. I
2: I think just like uh, forums are in every scene, there's always an old dude like that in every scene who had like a little bit of success. Mm -hmm. Like he might have written for something or he was on a show in the 80s. And uh, he has he kind of got a little grift going to, like, take money from, like, funny lawyers or funny, you know, uh, 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 ear doc uh, audiologists <laughs> who, who uh, want to b- break into the scene when, like, in reality... You just need to go to an open mic. If you buy any comic a beer, they'll talk to you all night about comedy. Totally. They'll, they'll critique your set like all you want until you never want to do it again. You don't need to pay somebody hundreds of dollars.
0: Well, exa- I think it's I think part of it is that if you pay someone hundreds of dollars, then they have to be nice to you. I think that's like the Definitely. only difference, yes. you know. It's yes, like it's, right. if you if you buy like an, a, a veteran comedian a couple beers, they'll be like, oh, your act sucks, and you need to change everything." And like <laughs> yeah. that, honestly, that joke like you think it's good, it's fucking terrible. Blah blah blah. Right. Whereas like if you pay a comic five hundred dollars, like, well, I can see some potential. Like it's just you're just paying them to not hurt your feelings.
2: Yeah, and they and sometimes they'll set up little like a uh, hothouse uh open mics. Like it's like being in a little. A, a controlled environment where the audience is all the other students yeah. so everybody's kind of super supportive and like everybody's kind of really overly reacting positively to everything you do so yeah you don't ever have to have like a legitimate reaction from people when, when oh, it's just yeah I, I think that exists in every scene it's such an old you know it's I don't just don't do that don't sign up for stand up comedy classes
1: yeah, so at I'm, all. I, I, I'm on the IMDb page for the joke thief also, because one thing <laughs> that that Frank does as well is he will. Uh, there, there's a lot of very mysteriously good reviews of this movie. Uh, I'll, I'll <laughs> just I'll just say that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll give you one. This is from Stickly Joanne. The joke thief will have you laughing and crying at the same time. It's truly a beautiful film featuring Simon, a struggling comedian, played by Frank D'Angelo, who is down on his luck and always looking for a way to get a leg up on the competition. His bitterness and insecurities are evident as he struggles to make ends meet, all the while realizing how he got where he is in the first place. This bittersweet film teaches life lessons at every turn, as it showcases an unlikely pairing of Simon and his Uber driver, Jerry. Far from just an Uber driver, Jerry enlightens the entire audience. A must-see. That, that I mean, feels
2: a little shaming. Far from just an Uber driver, Jesus.
1: It's uh, like I think it's the worst movie I've ever seen, legitimately. And and I'm I'm including he he also did another movie called uh, The Last Great Save. The Last Great Save or the Last Big Save, which is uh, he plays like a hockey goalie who uh, who signed like a 15 year contract with like a with like a NHL team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and then like. Got addicted to drugs and uh, left after one year, and then in the final year of his contract, he comes back for Game Seven of the Finals and wins the <laughs> game for them. But very clearly, what it is is that Frank D'Angelo held like a charity hockey tournament with a bunch of like ex NHLers and just like filmed it, and then was like, "Oh, we can just like make a movie around this footage." That's and
2: awesome. It, that's it's so that's insane. Awesome. So like yeah. when
1: they're, when they're like hoisting the trophy at the end, it very clearly says like the Frank D'Angelo charity cup. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite part about that is that he, yeah, he's
0: supposed to be in the NHL and like the games are very clearly taking place at a community rink. Like yes. it doesn't make right. any like it'd be it'd be
1: like, it'll, if like cut, it'll cut to a crowd. But then when you're when you're looking at the rink, there's clearly no crowd. At the yeah, rink. The it's, it's front just like,
2: row is mysteriously empty in the Stanley Cup finals. Yes, yes. exactly.
0: Yeah. Like it would be like if you did a if you did a baseball movie, but all the scenes were filmed <laughs> at like a Little League diamond. And, but it's, and but like, it's supposed to be actually, the MLB.
1: So he's actually in goal too. Cause it's, a, it's right. a, it's a cherry. Well, and you can and also was, tell gonna that play it's goalie. him in goal because it's he's very oh bad at playing goal. <laughs> but they'll do like slow-mo replays of, of like that. It's, it's just so insane. Like Brian, that one is on us uh, prime. Okay. So, so I, go- I, I highly recommend that. Yeah.
2: I, I you know, speaking of up, I do have a special on Amazon prime. <laughs> and the first time it came out, uh, I was like super excited. And so I searched my own name Like, oh, I'm going to see Like, I've made it. I'm on Amazon Prime. And uh, Amazon refused to accept my name. I would put in Brian Gar, and it would just go to Top Gear every (laughs) time. It, It refused to acknowledge that I had a special. And, like, I finally could find it, but I had to, like... Do so, but like, yeah, it did not acknowledge that Brian Gar was a person just to show y'all what a big deal I am. Those are,
0: those are my favorite type of of search terms where you search just, directly for the play. thing you want yeah. and it won't yep. actually bring it up.
2: Yeah. No, you want Top Gear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is that's oh. really good, actually. I don't know. I, I got a comedy album coming out. Maybe I can look into because I still there was like a very good hockey player named John Cullen. And so that my, oh, so he's still, yeah. I still haven't beat him on, on Google yet. Right. I, I got, that's right. my, like, that's how I'll, I'll know that I made it. Cause he wasn't like, he wasn't a star, but he was pretty good. Like he won a few Stanley yeah. cups and he like very famously right. like beat cancer and then was a coach in the league for a while. So like, you know, he's a, he's a guy, He he's like a true NHL yeah. player. So right. I, I got a ways, just I got a ways to go. Yeah.
1: Yet. Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: right. <laughs> but eventually but I, uh, I'll get there.
1: I, 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 I will say, um, so I, I think out of the three that I've watched, I would recommend the, ho- God, I mean, the hockey one and the joke one are I'll have I think, to watch the hockey, on, on the yeah. same level. The hockey one, I think, is a bit more insane because it's just it's barely a movie because literally, I would say three quarters of it is just footage of the tournament <laughs> of just like old guys playing hockey. Like, it's not it's not like good like they don't make it like exciting for the movie it's just like And these are supposed playing. to
2: be active NHL players. They like, were like they were like,
1: like... ex NHL player like Alexi Yashin who was uh okay. who was quite good in in his prime um and he like had a hat trick in the game but they ne- and like they never because I think because they filmed the charity tournament uh just for fun and then realized after the fact, like, Oh, we should make a movie out of this. There's like never any scene where like the other players are like talking to Frank or anything or like (laughs) indicating that they know who he is or what his storyline is here. Like it's just the game because there's actually no footage. Like you would expect like, Oh, okay. We're heading into the third period. We're all tied up. Like, uh, yeah, now it's time for like a rousing speech between periods in the locker room. No, it just, it goes up to the commentary booth, where they obviously filmed this like way after the fact. And it's like three old guys, one of which is Bill Waters, who is a former Sportsnet (laughs) guy from Canada, who's on Frank D'Angelo's like sports radio show. I mean, it's just Frank has a lot of uh, irons in the fire. I'll just say that. I love that. Well, he's
2: probably got, you know, uh, some royalty checks coming in from like a hundred different sources. And maybe he just kind of ekes out a a living though.
0: I mean, well, he, I don't. Uh, yeah. He seems like the type of guy who's just like he hasn't paid taxes in like 12 years.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, he I'm hasn't not sure. married enough. Yeah. He, so the, the only the, the craziest thing about him is that I know a lot of his movies were were funded by Barry Sherman, who is a Canadian pharmaceutical billionaire who was uh, mysteriously murdered two years ago, <laughs> like found dead with his wife. And, like, no one knows what happened at all. Oh,
2: I remember that story. Yeah. yeah. They, uh, somebody just got it. That's going to So be, I, don't,
1: I
0: don't. That's Frank I don't know D'Angelo's, if he's going to make any more movies. That's his next movie.
1: I mean, honestly. it was like, that, well, we got footage of the murder.
0: That. How do we not use this?
1: I, I would watch that. I would absolutely watch that. But I do need to watch. I mean, you mentioned. One last thing about Frank. You mentioned Sicilian Vampire. And that's the one I'm trying to find. Uh, and maybe Dan can get it on his Plex server for us. But I. So what is the concept of that one, John?
0: Oh, I think it's just uh, it's exactly what it sounds like. I think uh,
1: he's, a, he's like an Italian vampire yeah, in
0: the mob. Yeah, right? I think he's like, a, yeah, I think it's like a mob movie, but then he's also like secretly a vampire. Like I've only it's, it's basically Chris's movie from The Sopranos. I've only seen that. I've only seen the trailer <laughs> uh, for Sicilian vampire, but I think it's
1: um, that's the one with with James Caan, I think. Yeah, I, I, I think I that's believe, all it yeah. is.
0: I think it's just
1: Who is uh, not
2: Italian. Yeah. <laughs> even though he was on well, The Godfather.
1: D- yeah. Daryl
0: Hannah <laughs> is in it as well as uh Stefan, one of your celebrities who smell bad, Paul Servino.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh my god, I don't know. I think that may you know what's funny is that because like all of the guys he gets for his movies are like 80 years old. Oftentimes it's like a legendary actor's like final film. I'm pretty sure. Right. Yeah. Which is like <clears throat> really Bella, bleak.
2: Kisbella Lugosi. Yeah. yeah. Just right before. Yeah. If it's a Sicilian vampire, it's probably just a vampire who bitches about Northern Italian. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the entire movie. Uh, it says the, the film revolves around Santino, Sonny Traficante, a reputed <laughs> mobster who is bitten by a bat and turned into a vampire while at his hunting lodge. With his new abilities, Traficante feels the need to right the wrongs in his life while simultaneously trying to protect his loved ones. Uh, oh, Eric
1: Roberts is in this. Yeah. Oh, King.
0: King. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this one. Uh, I just love the like little Wikipedia side thing where it's like directed by Frank D'Angelo, produced by Frank D'Angelo, written by Frank D'Angelo, starring <laughs> Frank D'Angelo, music by Frank D'Angelo. <laughs> Um, And this movie had a production budget of $11.3 million.
1: No way. It
0: said his three direct uh, his three previous uh, directorial efforts had budgets of, quote, at least three point seven million with actors being, quote, paid in cash. The majority of Sicilian Vampire's budget went into securing high-profile actors, in particular James Caan and Paul Sorvino. Other aspects of the budget went into paying for, quote, wildly expensive 6K resolution cameras, which, according to Vanity Fair, are the highest resolution digital cameras readily available on the market. Definitely
2: something you want when your cast has an average age of 80. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You (laughs) want it as high as resolution as possible. I want to see all the cracks
0: on their faces. Uh, (laughs) Critical reception. Vadim uh, Rizov wrote a piece in Vanity Fair titled How did an Oscar nominated legend end up in this painfully amateurish horror film? He attended the screening of Sicilian Vampire at the Big Apple Film Festival and gave it a scathing review, writing that as in all D'Angelo films, continuity errors, plot inconsistencies and baffling incompetence reign supreme. Khan himself expressed both embarrassment of the film and worry that his reputation in the industry could suffer after appearing in it which he claimed was made necessary by his messy and expensive divorce
2: yes <laughs> yes uh, that's his sweet spot 78 year old actor who just went through a bad divorce oh my god that it god. totally
0: like oh my okay there's a page six article and the headline is just James Khan is desperate for cash amid messy divorce and then it talks about him starring in this movie <laughs> uh, that's that's a, that's a little
2: bit of a
1: low blow on james it, come oh on. it's
0: definitely i mean the new york we, city... we need to
1: watch one of these for uh for a bonus episode 100 percent. oh
0: this is so depressing the new york city uh, how did the sorry go ahead brian <laughs> How do the watch alongs work? Sorry. Kind
2: of a tangent on Twitch. Like you can't show it on your stream. You're just kind of all watching together and commenting.
1: No. So this is like actually through Twitch and it's basically anything that's on Amazon prime. uh, As as long as the people in the, like in the chat, uh, the only way they can watch it is if they're signed into their prime account as well. But it's literally anything on prime. So we watched like the jackass movies on there and stuff. And like, it's and great. you can broadcast
2: the movie on your your channel. Is that how it works? Yeah, oh, it's cool. it's
1: like a separate thing, sort of. So it's not really streaming from like your OBS or whatever. It's like a, it's yeah. like a separate thing. But it works it works quite well. And they have a lot of very shitty movies on there. So
2: I got to do that. I've, I've started streaming. I've been inspired by yeah, you guys, the Go Off Kings and like Chapo and those. Like I didn't. I don't like the Twitch culture, like the ninjas and all that stuff. But then I realized, like, oh, you can actually just do funny stuff.
1: Yeah, you could just like bring normal people along. Right. Watch basically, yeah <laughs> right
2: we yeah. don't all have to pretend we're like 18 years old yeah exactly yeah yeah
1: because yeah. john does his his curling on there right you do your your yeah. curling uh commentary yeah so yeah. you can do anything I,
0: on I did it a little bit during quarantine yeah i would bring on like a, a curler that was in like a massive curling game like an olympic gold medal final or something like that and then i would bring them on to like talk about the game with me and we had that's amazing we'd, we'd watch yeah. the game live yeah um, and yeah, it's 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 funny because uh, when anytime you try to do curling media, uh, you you inevitably have to also be tech support for many of the games, older fans. Sure. Uh, yeah. So like trying to explain to people like what, like telling people on, like I have a curling specific Twitter. And so like telling people. Uh, On my curling specific Twitter account that you're doing something on Twitch uh, will lead to a lot of replies of like, what is Twitch? How do I watch (laughs) this? What's going on? And and I'm like, you literally just click the link. Like, here's a link. You just click it. Okay, but do I have to sign up for something? What happens when I click the link? It's like, okay, well, we'll just wait one step at a time, you know?
2: Um, you before- need to have a pre-roll video, like just sort of walking them through it. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, exactly. Um, can I tell you guys one quick story before we get to our social media? Absolutely. Please. Yeah. Please, yeah. Okay. So I've been wanting to bring this up on the pod for a little bit because I bought, I bought some new headphones. Okay. I wanted some headphones for like working out. So I like I bought some like earbud, uh, some earbud headphones because the headphones I have are over ear and they're not so great for working out. So I bought these uh, earbud ones specifically for working out and I just went to Best Buy. I was like, oh, I just want kind of like an affordable pair or whatever. Uh, so I bought these headphones. They were called Incredible Headphones. I didn't know anything about them. They were just like reasonably priced. I tried them out at the store. They sounded pretty good. So I'm like, OK, I will buy these headphones, whatever. And it's incredible with no "i," so it's spelled like in- "incredible." And I was like, "Whatever, it's cool packaging. These look these look good." I bring them home, and uh, I realize that they are uh, Nick Cannon's headphone <laughs> line. Uh, that that is, yeah, that, that is like why they're called incredible. Like it's like NC incredible, right? Like, okay. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, this is, this is really embarrassing. Like I own a, (laughs) I own a pair of Nick Cannon headphones. Now here's the worst part of it, uh, that I wanted to share. And I wish I, I wish I could like make the sound work so you guys could hear it. But you know, like, uh, when you have like nice Bluetooth headphones, often you'll turn them on. And they'll be like, like I have Sony headphones, and it's like a pleasant female voice that comes on, and they're like, "Power on, Bluetooth connected." Um, for the incredible headphone line, <laughs> uh, Nick Cannon did his own <laughs> voice work for yes. for oh those my things, God. Yes. and he is going hard. Like it <laughs> is, it is truly one of the funniest things I've ever heard. You turn the headphones on, it's like power on and it's like just n- disconnected it's like nick cannon definitely did like 50 takes of this can you
1: hold them up to your, to the mic so In we the can booth? Oh, yeah do you
0: actually think you could hear it though i don't know the we'll, headphones? We'll, we'll see hold up to okay. the mic let's I'll see he's see probably
1: it.
2: stoked he's like these are gonna be my beats headphones yes like, oh totally this is that's gonna... what he's
1: going for yeah then, and, like, and they're more think... they're more his uh will i am's car <laughs> <laughs> okay i'll go get them hold on oh my god I need to hear this. Nick Cannon's headphones. What is Nick Cannon even up to? I feel like every so often, the only the only time I see him like trending or in the news is when people are like yelling at him on Twitter. Yeah. Or there's
2: some there's some I he was like hardcore into Nation of Islam and so he said some like uh, uh, stuff he shouldn't have said about various groups.
1: Oh right, he had the he had the really anti-Semitic stuff. Yes, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's either that or like
2: Eminem like trolling him about Mariah Carey. Still, like ten years after the fact, oh, is the God. only reason
0: he starts trending. So I'll I just went to go get the headphones from the other room and. Uh, Becca was like, what are you doing? Cause she like obviously knows I'm recording and she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm just getting the Nick cannon headphones. And she went power on (laughs) (laughs) without even knowing that that's what I was talking about. Okay. We'll see if you guys can hear it or not. I hope you can, but could you hear that? No. I feel so quiet. Ah, damn. Well, hold on. You did a pretty good impression. I'll turn the volume all the way up and see if it works. All right. Oh wait, hold on! Oh, come on, Nick. Did you guys hear that? No, no,
2: Fuck. we were straining. To I, know, his, I, I his can
0: see you really like, like leaning right? in. <laughs> okay, let me see if I can even, just even find nothing. it on my computer. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, my god, are
1: they are they decent quality though?
0: Oh uh, yeah, they're actually like pretty good headphones. I yeah. <laughs> okay, I just. <laughs> I just Googled Googled (laughs) Nick Cannon power off. And the first result was Nick Cannon has announced that he will be taking time away from his radio show after (laughs) making anti-Semitic comments. (laughs) Okay.
2: Those headphones remind me of Soldier Boy, like, got into, like, the video game console business. (sighs) And he came out with, like, a handheld that was just full of bootleg roms yeah it was like it was like like a super
1: nintendo emulator basically wasn't
2: it (laughs) yeah it totally was and people brought this up like soldier boy this is illegal like you can't (laughs) do this and he's like y'all just mad at a young rapper trying to launch a tech business for himself and i'm like no soldier boy i feel like you don't own any of these games (laughs) <laughs> this has nothing to do with us hating on you
1: I do feel like that's like almost like so ballsy that, that yes. you're, almost, you're almost like well there's there's no way they're going to sue me because they're going to be like well this is a joke like he's not actually doing this like he's he not actually that selling that our crazy. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh I love that um, okay well I will try uh, I'll try to get some sort of Recording of this power on, power okay. off, and we'll make it happen at some point. Okay, uh, but speaking of turning the power on, let's move on to our social media updates. What a good segue! Boy, was it smooth. Stefan and John are gonna bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied takes, terrible tweets from verified greats. They'll bring their
1: personal feed to you with an update
0: on their social 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 media. Brian, we always like to start with the guest. What's going on on your social media?
2: I'm honestly just a big fan of Chet Hanks right now. Oh. Uh, <laughs> just like, it's not really going on with me. It's going on with social media yeah, and the world. That's good, yeah, You guys uh, might remember that Adele got herself into a little bit of hot water uh, with the uh, I, I, a little bit of a problematic hairstyle and a a Jamaican bikini. The bikini wasn't the problem, but yeah, then, it was uh,
0: the the Bantu knots. I think is yeah, the, that's right. Yeah, doing that's that right. in association with the bikini probably wasn't maybe the and, best call.
2: And white people, we just have, we can't do that. We yeah. we can't like let's. It's just not a good look for us. Um and and. Um, So she came on, but then Chet Hanks, who, if you're not familiar, he's uh, uh, Tom Hanks' son. He's not like Colin Hanks, who's basically like a little mini Tom Hanks. Like, he's just sort of trying to be like little Tom Hanks. Chet Hanks is, like, tatted up, and he, every time I've seen him, speaks in a Jamaican uh, patois. Yeah. (laughs) And he does not like he doesn't laugh at the end. He doesn't break character. He is just I, I don't know if that's just how he talks around the house. It is fucking amazing.
1: It's incredible. I, they're yeah. so they're so funny. Every time a new video of his pops oh. up on the timeline, I'm just like, this is a blessed day. This is wonderful. And, and it's like it's like Rob Ford level patchwork. Yes. Do you remember Rob Ford in the like Jamaican patty shop? Yeah. Just like off the dome, like cracked out of his mind. <laughs> and like honestly nailing it, you know? And like Chet is like, it's, it's insane. Like, it's just, I
2: ugh. love him. Like no, if it was anybody else, I wouldn't like it. There's something so endearing about the way he does it. And sort of like, he's just a great famous son because he's just like, I don't know, really into Jamaica. And, and uh, it's it, yeah. When the, when the Adele thing came out, I was like, you know, Chet Hanks is going to respond to this. And he did, he was like in his Jeep Jeep with his shorts on, like jamming to an Adele song, and then comes back and and just goes on a minute-long tirade kind of hitting on Adele I couldn't like understand it
0: completely <laughs> he definitely seems like the type of guy that would be shooting his shot with Adele
2: definitely I felt like shooting a shot I think she's divorced so I think yeah. he was definitely like yeah. trying but uh, I Did just he throw
0: I... in like a comment about how she's lost weight like he seems like that type of guy that would be like oh now yes. you've lost yeah. weight so mm-hmm. like I'm you know what give me a yeah. call before yes. I wasn't interested
1: but now yes. let's let, hit your boy up fuck I just checked he's on cameo Oh and, no. I mean He's like, we need to, he's three, he's $295.
0: Oh my God. But we are not, we, I we mean, can't. no, we're not, we're, I'm just, I'm telling you, no, I'm like you're That's dad.
1: a lot. That is a lot. It is. I know the
2: podcast is doing well, but that's a lot.
0: $295 a, <laughs> is also three fifths of the way to cock destroyers. So like, if we got, a I guess Chet at that Hanks, point you might
1: as well just do cock destroyers. Yeah. yeah. If we
0: got if we, if you do Chet Hanks over cock destroyers, people will be mad. Speaking of cameo, by the way. Uh, we do have a Zoom live show coming up this Friday, nine eleven, uh, with Taylor Lorenz from the New York Times. We're going to be doing a, a show on Zoom. If you've never RSVP'd to a Block Party live show before, send us an email at live at BlockParty.com and we'll get you on the list. Back to con I,
1: I, I did just look at uh, one of the Chet Hanks cameos quickly just to see if he if he uses patchouli. and I don't Big think up. he does, oh, which is really so like I f- maybe it's like how... If like Dog the Bounty Hunter charges like $200 extra to like plug your business, it's like $200 extra to get him to be like racist in (laughs) his cameos.
2: It's $500 if you want the N-word on the cameo. That's sort
1: of what, yeah. But like the thing with Chet is like he really is like he's just the polar opposite of, of Colin. Yeah. Uh, and it's he's just like uh, he's like the dictionary definition of like a fuck boy, I think. Right. Like he's oh, got yeah. all the tattoos and everything. He's always shirtless. He, he has like the a patois. he has
2: like a chest piece that's very visible that looks like the back of a dollar bill. It's I'm like looking at it right pyramid now. It's got with it's the got eye the, on it. Yep.
1: It's got the pyramid. Yeah. 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 Oh, my there, God. There's
2: something but he would be so much more fun to hang out with than Colin Hanks. Like Colin Hanks is just, I don't know. I remember when the San Francisco Giants won the World Series and he was like, well done, well done indeed, Giants. (laughs) It's like, shut the fuck up. You don't (laughs) use indeed in normal conversation. Stop. There's this this phony intellectualism. I I hated it.
1: Uh, Yeah, I'd much rather hang out with a stupid guy than a smart guy yeah oh For sure is so like
0: does do we think that that chet does this because he like spent some time in jamaica when he was a kid like well what's he, the, he like, what's the he's background? like
1: a he like raps as well oh, right? like, okay. I remember so, he oh had, of course he does he yeah, had an album yeah. like a or at least a song a few years ago i remember that's when he first kind of came into the forefront was with, with his song okay and then i think he started doing the patois oh, okay uh, i don't know sense. if he's done any songs recently but um yeah, let me. I think his name was Chet Hayes, his
2: oh, his rap
1: name. Yeah, sure,
2: okay. He didn't yeah. want to. He didn't want to ride off and coast off his family name. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to do it on his own. Oh my god! Yeah, because the other time he used uh, Patois was at the Golden Globes, I think. Right. Yes, that's that was the famous
2: one. I feel like they probably took a few family vacations to Jamaica, right. like as the Hanks. Chet maybe got arrested one time and his dad got him out of it. And he like just soaked up the culture.
0: Yeah. Do we know he's, that like Tom and Rita are like chill with this? Like they, like they, like, is he close to them? They have them? talked
2: about it in an interview. They were like, yeah, it's He's just, he loves Jamaica. He's really, we've tried to encourage his interests. Like they're really trying hard with him. Gotcha. to I, I guess get him to move out.
1: <laughs> but how old is he? He's like 20 something. He's, he's got, He's thirty, I think. He was born in. Oh wow! So yeah. they
0: talk. So he's thirty, but they talk about him like he's eleven.
1: Total. Oh, we're yeah. just we're trying Absolutely. to
0: encourage his. You know, just whatever. We didn't think. We, we didn't. It sounds like an insecure dad. Like we didn't think baton twirling was like really something he would get into. But you know what? We're just trying to encourage him. We're just trying to see like what might happen
2: he's definitely the second son they talk about they're (laughs) like oh colin's doing great you know he's he's got this he's this he's starring in the Chet. absolutely he's great he's been listening to a lot of music lately
0: (laughs) i feel like you kind of ask for it if you name your son chet though yeah yeah that's true like there's no just like normal chet that's just like walking around where you're just like oh yeah this i mean what's normal but you know what i mean like i feel like you name your son chet this shit's about to go down
2: that's like the bully in an encyclopedia brown novel
0: yes y'all
2: are too y'all don't know what that is
0: (laughs) i do i love encyclopedia brown
2: oh they were so good i
0: was all about it i think chet wasn't chet the best friend of the hardy boys oh oh maybe i think i almost feel yeah, like chet buddy. was their like best friend who was like he was kind of like the the like Jughead of the hardy boys i yeah, think
2: yeah like the big yeah I yeah think chet right. morton
0: yeah uh most uh, the yeah the hardy boys are often helped by their friends most notably best buddy chet morton and frank's girlfriend callie shaw
2: I did like Encyclopedia Brown because they asked you to solve the, the mystery at the end. And no one, I've never seen that device before or since in a book. And I, I was always too stupid to solve it. But then when I looked back, Oh yeah, that clue was there. Yeah.
0: I, uh, so Brian, it has happened before and since, or maybe not before, but since for sure, because I was so obsessed with Encyclopedia Brown that I found other ones uh, that were like that. So the two, two of them that I read were Einstein Anderson, and it was like an exact same concept (laughs) where you would solve the mystery at the end, but it was always science-based. So like instead of like Encyclopedia Brown, where it was usually more like logic, Einstein's would be like, you know, like it was like, oh, the ice melted, and that's how this happened or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, And then the other one was uh, Cam Jansen, and (laughs) she had a photographic memory and so she would like she would say click at certain like scenes, and then oh, at the my end, God. and then at the end, you would she would be like, "Oh, I remember exactly like there was something off in that room because I took the mental photo of it." And then you would have to be like, "Oh, what, what? Yeah, what was in the photo that?" Her name was Cam Jansen,
1: like the the former hockey enforcer. Yes, yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Cam Jansen. Okay. It'd be like
0: you know Cam Jansen in the Museum of horrors or whatever and then yeah also
2: also photographic memory a little bit harder of a device in a book (laughs) like i don't know what you fucking saw cam i wasn't there i'm just reading words on a page
0: well she says click brian that's when it's supposed to just like you know that's when it's supposed to sink in for you i guess i don't know but yeah those are my pardon me i think my parents ran out of encyclopedia browns i mean i was a very precocious uh piece of shit child so I right. think they ran, they ran out of Encyclopedia Browns and they're like, there's gotta be another version of this. And then we've yeah. got
2: to, yeah, we've got to keep this show. If I can find the Einstein
0: Anderson, yeah. like just the picture of him. Cause like even the cover of the novels, he just looked like such a fucking dweeb. It was like, <laughs> like, how would anyone read this? Let me see. Yes. Oh my God. Okay guys, here we go. Einstein Anderson shocks his friends
2: oh yeah
0: mm, okay <laughs> and i picked like that up and i'm like that Warren guy looks fucking cool album. actually i uh, like yeah. that guy <laughs> yeah and then uh, even when they remade him for like future ones this is einstein anderson science detective gigantic ants and other cases and even there i mean he looks like a just a fucking yeah absolutely i'm cheering
1: for the ant there yeah,
0: yeah exactly uh stefan what's going on on your social media
1: Uh, so there was a, there was a Trump boat parade yesterday. There were a bunch of them, I guess. That was here. (laughs) That was in
0: Austin. Yeah. yeah. Lake
1: Travis, right? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I guess there, there was a bit of a storm on the water. So a bunch of the boats sank. Uh, and there's like, there's one really good picture in particular of just like people like screaming as their boat gets like swamped (laughs) by a huge wave and all these like Trump flags. It's very, very funny, but this guy, uh, Carmine Sabia, who I, I need to I need to look him up. He's he's one of those. I think he's like a former. OK, I, I don't know what he does. I guess he's just like he's one of, those, one of those verified MAGA guys, Christian conservative editor at large. The Sabia report, which is that's his name. Uh, Yankees fan, NRA member, Israel supporter. Sure. Uh, so he he probably I'm assuming the to
2: underdog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he made the uh,
1: he he made the Sabia report or whatever, and then when you could apply to be verified, apply to be verified because he's like, oh, I write for the Sabia report. Uh, so you know he's got he's got the blue check mark, um, and he was tweeting about the the boat sinking yesterday, uh, and he he's since deleted the post uh, because of how very stupid it is. Uh, but the post is uh, it's a link to a Daily Mail article, which is several boats sink and multiple are in distress at Trump Boat Parade. And Carmine said the likelihood of all of these boats singing at the sinking at the Trump Boat Parade by accident is microscopic. We are dealing with terrorists. Yes, yes. like as if a bunch of like stupid dentists where all their boats are like really close together. Like what, what is more likely that there's like a terrorist attack at Lake Travis? Uh, in Austin, Texas and, and a bun- and a few of the boats sink or that these like stupid morons are like too close together and it gets stormy and they start like, what is the, what is, so obviously like he deleted it, but like, I just like the, the, the thought of going like straight to that is just so incredible to well,
0: me. You would also think that like. If it were terrorism, it would either be a coming from the air. So everyone would have like if a plane flew over Lake Travis and bombed these boats, you would see that. Or the other option is that there was a submarine in the lake. Uh, that those just, are your, like, t-
1: those are your two options. I think those, I would think like a, like a bomb. bomb or something. Yeah. Or a yeah. bomb.
0: Those are like, yeah. I was getting to that. I didn't say okay. there wasn't a third option. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. It's a, this is a, this is a triad of options. Stephanie. I know
1: a submarine to me seems like that would be the lowest on the list. Sure. But I'm just saying like, yes, bomb is probably the
0: most obvious one. They planted a bomb on the boat, but then you're saying like, terrorists went to Lake Travis planted bombs on the boats of like, yeah, optometrists or whatever. Uh, Like again, if there were explosions, you would have seen boats capsizing is not a terrorist. Terrorists can't make a boat capsize unless there's like some sort of it's not like a Bugs Bunny cartoon where they stayed up all night sawing the boat in half, but like left (laughs) it like just together enough that if a wave hit the boat, it would crack in half.
1: Yeah. There there but, was hey, a I don't guy- know, have you guys seen the pictures though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh fuck. Yeah, I man. mean, they're so good. But So Brian, you, you you're in Austin, right? So yeah. you know this area.
2: First of all, it's been raining this week. Like the last few days it had been really stormy. So like it made sense to not take a boat out there. Like you wouldn't <laughs> And, and also if you have a boat on Lake Travis, you're doing pretty well for yourself. Like, it's like the nice part. It's like sort of west of the interstate. It's like sort of MAGA or like what you would imagine. But I don't know if you saw it. There was a video. I think it's real of a guy who got his boat sank. And he was talking about, uh, he kind of walked us through it and he said, maybe I had too many MAGA flags on there, but all of a sudden it started, we started taking on water from the starboard side or the port side, just a lot of nautical terms happened <laughs> and my boat sank. It was amazing.
0: Oh man. Oh. I would love, yeah. the, well, the It's wind just a started- purely
2: positive story.
0: The wind started coming in at twenty five knots, and you know we yeah. just couldn't mm-hmm. handle the. The galley yeah. started taking water like crazy. I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen the hull of one of these things go down, but the masthead was in huge trouble. And just a bunch of dumbasses and yeah. party boats. And yeah, they,
2: yeah exactly. they got too close together, and it had been storming. I'm sure the waves were like acting up, and like, yeah, this is this is what happens, and it's awesome.
0: Oh man, yeah, that's cute. John.
1: What's uh what's been happening in your social media?
0: Well, Stefan, this is actually one that's like kind of more in your realm of like things that you would normally okay. find in it's, it's about poop or cum or yeah, oh you said yeah, h. No, Never mind. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's not about poop or cum. <laughs> it was a uh it was from the person who tweeted it was it was Evil Kneedle. Um, and you might have seen it going around because I think the tweet went fairly viral, but it was like someone on TikTok had made this like animation of um Chadwick Boseman uh going to heaven. I don't know, did you guys see this?
1: Oh dude, yeah, it's uh, really rough. It's is that the one
0: where Stan so Lee is the early gates? Yes, yeah. exactly. Like a
1: genie you're free now kind of yes. thing. It's, it's, like, it's like, like it's like, like that, but like a thousand times worse. It's, it's like if so Genie You're brutal. free was like animated. yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 like I think, yeah, the person who tweeted it originally was the 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 tweet was something like, why is the world like this? Or like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen or whatever. And yeah, so it's literally like, it just shows like an animated version of T'Challa. And he's like, it's like a bright, like sunny sky. And he, and then you see it like pans down and you see he's like walking on a cloud. And then he like walks up and then the pearly gates are in the distance and you see this like white, uh white robed figure standing at the pearly gates and then as he approaches it's Stan Lee and then T'Challa does the like Wakanda forever sign <laughs> and then Stan Lee comes out and like puts his arm around him and then they like walk through the pearly gates together. And it's like, oh wow, what a what a isn't the isn't a, the
1: music really bad too. Oh it's which
0: it, is I think it's just like uh just like very dramatic like Hallmark movie type music, I think. Right. Yeah. Uh, it is just yeah. like I don't know like It was well animated. Like, I feel like it would take you a while to do. Like, I don't understand these people who are like, I got to do something. I have to do something. So.
1: But it is like all those editorial comics after someone dies where it's like the celebrity or whoever the the famous person at the pearly gates and then God or St. Peter or whatever is like making a joke or reference to the thing that they were famous for. Yes. Uh and like there's a whole like every time some, there there are just like dozens oh, yeah. of those every yeah, time yeah, someone yeah. dies and they are so funny. Uh I'm trying to think of the the specific one uh that happened a few years ago. I mean they they're just like, John, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, These I feel like very... we did
0: we talk about it on the show, I think. Yeah, because there have been uh, some, like,
1: notoriously bad ones. Yeah, My yeah.
2: favorite was, I think it was, like, a 9-11 anniversary, or maybe oh. it was on the actual 9-11 or, or a few days after – but all the dragon ball Z characters were just reverently kneeling
0: oh uh, in God. front of the tower. Yeah, Stefan was... normally loves the dragon ball Z. Cause like the, there's like a dragon ball Z account that whenever someone famous dies, will be like, Oh, uh, we can confirm Chadwick Boseman crossed <laughs> over the, or what does they say, Stefan?
1: Oh uh, yeah. Cause Goku, the, the official Goku account. And I think it is really Goku. Um, he will always post, uh, I mean, let me, let me, let me bring it up as well. Cause I want to get the, uh, I'm sure the they did. A, I'm sure they
0: did a Chadwick one. Like there's no they, question. A
1: hundred percent. They did they did a Regis Philbin one as well. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. Oh, Brian. It's uh, like
0: literally anyone who dies with any sort of vague celebrity. Like Stefan's brought oh it up God. like six different times. Yeah.
1: Here, July 25th. Just, just received word from King Kai. Regis Philbin has passed through the other world check-in station. Yes. The check-in <laughs> station.
0: That's the, I, I love it. I knew there was some, I couldn't remember what it was Yes the check-in station. That always the other, gets The me. other one
1: that I love is uh is when like the Sunday the Sunday Funnies will do like 911 comics. Uh and the best one I think is the Beetle Bailey one uh where one of the soldiers is like going into a barracks and he's like, "Hey, where is everyone? The place is empty." And then uh one of the guys is like emptying out the trash outside and he's like, "They went to remember the victims of 9-11 And then it cuts to him and he's like crying and he's like, "I do that every day." And then there's a fucking drawing of the World Trade Center's on fire and every single Beatle Bailey character crying, including the dog.
2: (laughs) Is that your job as a cartoonist? (laughs) To just do this, like not even a bummer it's just a silly uh,
0: i feel like it is like I, I feel like that's where we're at now like i don't i don't know that like charles schultz was ever like charlie brown's like kneeling in front of a flag at half mast or something Well,
2: the challenger explodes yeah. in the background <laughs> or something. Yeah, exactly. Virgil texas did a great one about how jim davis the garfield Creator has ignored 9 11 every single time. And he just, it was like a live journal post and he would just post whatever the Garfield comic was on 9 11. It was the funniest fucking thing.
0: But like, I like that. Like, I feel like if you're a cartoonist, you don't need to comment no, on 9 no, 11, you know? No, like, you don't just, need to
2: hear Garfield's take on it. Yeah, this. it's there awesome. was, So, yeah, like, you guys know I but, just imagine the 9
0: 11 anniversary is on a Monday and Garfield's like, <laughs> This Monday is especially
1: hard. Do, do, you, do you guys know about the uh, the Garfield comic that, uh, that ran on September 10th, 2001? No. So uh, it's a three panel comic. Uh, John is on the phone and he's like, he what? And then uh, he's like, hey, could you hold for a moment? I have another call coming in. Thanks. And Garfield is like next to him. Uh, and then, and then John is like, "He what?" in like even bigger letters. And then Garfield looks at the camera and he's like, "I've been a busy boy." So, like, <laughs> oh
2: wait, I have. Heard. Yes, yes.
1: Yeah, That's Garfield amazing. has a lot of like. There's the dog come comic, obviously, where where right. John drinks dog cum. That's a classic. Yep. Yep. And then there's the one on Memorial Day where uh, Garfield kills a spider, and then it cuts to the spiders in like a classroom. And because uh, the spider's like people will like remember me forever for my actions here, like standing up to this cat. Uh, and then it cuts to uh, this like uh, spider in in the classroom, and she's like teaching the other spider. She's like, uh, I, "I need to, I need to look this up because I got to get this right as well." But he got in <laughs> like he had to actually issue an apology for this. <laughs> the
2: John drinking dog come is is a classic. Yeah.
0: Uh oh. Oh, we lost Stefan. Stefan crossed over the, the, the gate or whatever. Uh,
2: the under- he googled that which can't be googled. <laughs> yeah, I like his frozen face on. It mine. is a good He's frozen
0: just- face on mine as well. He's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's. I have. He froze at the same time for both of us, so this is good. That's Stefan in his. Uh, that's Stefan in all of his posting glory right there. He's
2: so excited to be looking up a Garfield comic.
0: <laughs> yeah, you guys, guys can't, can't even can't wait. <laughs> you guys can't even wait to see this Memorial Day Garfield cartoon. You guys don't I'm about even to know
2: up. what Garfield was up to.
0: <laughs> oh my god okay oh there he is oh, oh, yeah. oh my, my internet cut out there uh okay tell us about the memorial we were just we were we definitely weren't dunking on you while you were gone no not at all um
1: well what is one sec <laughs> i think it was actually it's actually veterans day uh because it was it was november yeah, uh 2010 okay. this story uh, and, is falling and, apart yeah. and <laughs> and jim davis issued uh, an apology for this so it's there's a spider Talking to Garfield, Garfield is holding a rolled up newspaper like he's about to squish the spider. Uh, And the spider says, if you squish me, I shall become famous. They will hold an annual day of remembrance in my honor, you fat slob. And then it cuts to a bunch of spiders in a classroom. uh, And the teacher spider is saying, does anyone here know why we celebrate National Stupid Day?
2: And and
1: this ran on Veterans Day.
2: (laughs) So Garfield was the veteran in that situation, I feel like.
1: Well, no, I think the I idea is that the spider, spider was the veteran? the, the spider because the spider like sacrificed and oh, and okay, so right, right. so it was like a very like cutting commentary on, incredible uh, on like on the futility of war from the gar- yeah from it's Davis. like Jim Davis if cool. he had just.
2: Yeah, if he had just stuck by it, he would have won a
1: Pulitzer. That. Why, yeah. Jim Davis is like best friends with Mike Pence, uh, oh, so I feel okay. like his politics are not good. Mike Pence, is, Mike Pence is obsessed with Garfield. That makes sense.
0: That checks that out.
1: Totally yeah. makes sense. Yeah,
0: that's incredible. Oh my yeah. god! Well, Garfield blocked that spider from living. And speaking of being blocked, let's move on to our block tale.
1: What did you tweet? You brought receipts. Block
0: Woo no longer can see that post it's a block Woo! you probably deserved it it's a block tale. brian uh what do you have for us
2: all right so this involves and i don't know he's he's kind of a well-known uh blocker so uh but my personal uh block story involves chuck woolery nice uh, Ooh, fame yes famous uh 80s uh and and you know if you're around in the 80s i, I wouldn't say chuck wooler was a big deal but he was kind of a deal because he hosted two relatively popular game shows he hosted love connection which was a, a dating show and and he was the host and people would uh, uh go out on a date and then come back and tell chuck how it went but he was like he wasn't cool, but he wasn't, like, for a game show host, he was kind of cool. Like, he had, like, he was always, like, kind of nice looking, and he had, like, a cool watch or something like that. And uh, he also hosted Scrabble, which was, like, a live, uh, or not a live, but, like, a game show version of Scrabble. And uh, so, yeah, but now uh, he is, like, in that right-wing constellation of just sort of Z-list. You're, you're Scott Bayo's, you're James Woods's. game. Uh, Uh, guys like that Um, he's moved to I think he lives in Texas now and he did a post about how he wanted to move here because uh, he just wanted to be free uh, or he just wanted free but I'm pretty sure it's because he doesn't have to pay state income taxes in (laughs) Texas but um, yeah I and I don't remember what caused me to tweet about this but I was just sort of making fun of him because like his career not not taking off like it used to be and so uh let me find the let me find the exact wording here. But he I, said something he's a big he's a big Trump guy, he's a big like COVID denier guy and then i think his son got it. So and, that, he, and then
1: um, he, he deleted his account and then i just looked he is back now. He's back. But, yeah. But he deleted his account cuz like a, a day earlier he was like, "Oh, COVID's not real." And then the next day he's like, "Uh, my son has it. Got to go. Bye." <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> um so uh he This was back in 2013 So a long time ago Um, And I just said I made a joke because he had been doing uh, Commercials on TV And you know how like washed up stars We were talking about uh, Frank D'Angelo movies earlier But like they'll do like shitty Commercials for like reverse mortgages Or uh, Life insurance or stuff like that Uh, Chuck Woolery had been doing uh, Commercials for pain free Catheters (laughs)
1: Uh, honestly probably the best type of catheter if we're being honest totally i mean i
2: don't know how that feels like marketing fluff to me because how a catheter works there seems like there'd be a certain amount of pain involved but not according to chuck these are pain-free catheters maybe this one goes in your ass oh there you go yeah a bit of a wider opening yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) so i tweeted to chuck woolery you're killing it on this catheter commercial, and that's pre- I mean immediately he. Well, and then somebody uh, Cake Jengus immediately responded, "Yes, no pain, vein drain," <laughs> which is honestly a lot funnier than what I said.
0: That's a great slogan. I'm if that yes. wasn't the slogan, no pain, vein drain, pain free catheters. <laughs> you'd you'd buy them every day.
2: A pain-free, I don't know, it it made me feel, and maybe it was like my own brush with mortality, seeing like a cool guy like Chuck Woolery, you know, having to do catheter commercials. And I was thinking I'm old. So I lashed out a little bit at Chuck Woolery. But yes, he immediately, like- immediately blocked me because you know, when you tweeted a select, like one time I tweeted at Jenny McCarthy about uh, 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 vaccines. And I was like, somebody, my kid has whooping cough. Thanks. And like, she immediately blocked me. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Chuck, but yeah, Chuck, uh, I've, I've been blocked in the seven years since it's been a dark seven years. not
1: He, he blocked me a long time ago as well. And I can't find the post. I think I probably, it's an old one that I deleted, but I think I just told him to like suck my dick or something. <laughs> uh, and he just, but he is very, like, for an old man, he's very, very fast on the block. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I did look up uh, Chuck Woolery catheters, and the, the the top result is a screen grab from it, and it says, stop using old-style catheters. Yeah. So Time, it's the catheter, 21st
0: century, baby. Catheter Time, technology yeah. is Time to stop a lot. having pain when something gets jammed up your urethra.
1: What's an old-style, is it made of wood? Like, what is an old-style catheter? <laughs>
0: Yeah, are you tired of those wooden catheters? (laughs) Um, I've had
2: family members with prostate issues, and I've learned more about catheters. There's take-home catheters. There's all different kinds, but I've never heard of the pain. They always say it hurts.
0: Yeah, I mean, how could it not, right? I mean, I think that's a good sign that, like, that kind of block is a good sign that he is as, like, embarrassed about it as you think he should be yes you know like that's a good clearly
2: hit a nerve yeah Yeah.
0: exactly like you know uh, you would think like i i would like to imagine if i was a if i was like yeah a zed list celebrity uh doing these commercials that i would just own it i'd be like yeah whatever i i have a i have one in right now like what's your problem you know no pain no gain I've uh, also
2: got 2 million in the bank from love connection. Yeah. So game show network
0: yeah. still plays it three times a day. So don't worry about me.
2: Yeah. That's what I respect about like Frankie Muniz or something when like people goof at him or, or, you know, whatever he's like, I golf every day. Cause I've still got my Malcolm in the middle
1: money. Yeah. Like, he, he is. He is a must follow celebrity. Like absolutely. he is, he's so funny. And and he seems like he has a good sense of humor about himself too. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then he also has like dozens of posts where he's like, uh, "I uh, I had a another vivid dream last night uh, where I was shot to death, and I could feel the bullets going, I could feel the heat of the blood pouring down my torso." Yes. Yes. And and then the and next wanted, and then the next w- post is like, "Oh, I uh, I hung out with Reese today." the first time in 10 years
2: (laughs) yeah that's total he'll talk about golfing and then he'll talk about wanting lizzo to sit on his face
1: yeah it's incredible he's a true we
0: gotta get frankie on the show
1: I would, I would love that. That that would be. Uh, Frankie's so much an elite fun. tier
0: poster. I think he, I think he would be right at home on block. And he's party.
1: got, he's got the Vancouver connection because he filmed uh, Agent Cody Banks here. Right. Yeah. So oh, wow. So let's get him up wow. here. Let's he's do been it. here, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a big, he's a big Arizona Coyotes fan too. He's a uh, big hockey fan. He drives right. race cars too, as well. I think yeah. like.
2: Yeah, he's like does rich kid stuff. They
0: got yeah, that whole rich. They got that whole rich guy like race car thing that like no one yeah. ever talks about. But but he
1: like he basically retired after *Mouth in the Middle*, which is like the smartest thing you can do. Totally, oh, yeah. You know.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, it's yeah. great. He's I love a, it.
0: Yeah. Great career. Great
1: attitude. Great, po- great poster. You know, and legitimately, legitimately was, a good poster. Yeah. And
2: that was back when, when network TV hadn't completely fallen off. So I'm sure he made like, yeah, oh. pretty decent change. Oh for that
0: yeah. And style. it's still in syndication. So like, yeah. I mean, oh, from what yeah. I understand, if, if your show makes syndication as an actor, That's, you're just like, you're done. you're done. I think he
1: was making like mid six figures an episode by the end. Oh yeah. Episode. had to. He be, was right? making a lot of money. Yeah. And then so, he also
0: made like a couple big movies. movies. Like yeah. he had the agent, Cody banks, big fat liar was pretty big. Yeah. remember like so you had a little run was Big
1: Fat Liar with uh, Paul Giamatti yeah it's
0: actually very good I think Amanda Bynes is the girl in it I think yeah I think she is it's actually surprisingly I saw it in theaters and I remember like I was like a little bit too old for it I think like I was maybe like 16 or 17 but then Mm. being like oh this is actually like really good I like this yeah yeah. Um yeah. We, okay, we've got a but, great listener block this week too. Uh this one comes in from Graham and he was blocked by Gian Gameshi. Uh, so okay. That's always solid. Uh, oh,
2: even I know who that is. yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: it's <laughs> like when Canadian news makes it to America, that's that's <laughs> yeah. you know you fucked up.
2: If it made it down to Texas. Yes, no kidding.
0: Uh yeah. So if you don't know, Gian Gameshi uh was a uh, post hosted a popular uh show on C B C radio and then was outed as a, as a sex pest and um not not just a really bad dude, but this was actually before he was a creep that Graham caught the block. Uh, he says, uh, hey, block boys. First time, long time. My first ever Twitter block was now world renowned sex pest and creep Gian Gameshi." But when it happened, New Year's Eve 2010, he was still a popular CBC radio host. As That's I said, an early block.
1: I know. That's a very early. Totally. Block.
0: As I said, it was New Year's Eve 2010. And he tweeted something along the lines of looking forward to new life, new loves, opportunity and good vibes in the new year. And of course, a lot of Bowie. I don't remember the exact wording, but he definitely mentioned vibes. And it was an overall douchey post. So I replied, groan, to which he replied, hey, man, you can unfollow if you want. Not looking for negative vibes going into the new year. Be well. To which I replied, dude, aren't you like 50? Which
1: caught me the immediate (laughs) block.
2: That, yeah, yeah. Dudes who are 50 are going to block you for... Age checking. up like
1: that. Oh my God. That's That's a vintage block. That block is almost 10 years old. I know it's, a, it is. Wow. It's a, yeah. I mean, New Year's Eve,
0: 2010. So yeah, it's like just about to hit its, uh, its 10th anniversary. So yeah, he said it was a few years later when all the sex pest, sex creep stuff came out and it turned out he was a vain, thin skinned little bully <laughs> who was obsessed with being young and cool. So I like to think I may have actually ruined his new years. Either way, he <laughs> was a dick and I was right to be mean to him. Love the pod. Keep up the good work. Graham. Uh, <laughs> That's a great block. I mean what can you say? it's uh, that is great. Yeah it couldn't happen to a nicer guy.
2: Uh, my my favorite one is like uh, I a uh, Stefan might have said this or, or I forgot who it was, but Scott Bayo like if you tweet that picture at him of him with like shampoo in his hair and he has a little a little mohawk. But it's, it's the most awkward-looking photo, but that gets you an instant block from Scott. Oh. oh,
1: I didn't know that. I got that's, yeah. that, that was my first big block, I think, because of the whole diaper thing. And that was like that's 10 right. years ago as well. Yeah,
2: I remember that. He's quick on the block,
0: too. Very fast. His wife is also, uh, if, if you want to say something <laughs> mean to her. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, if you want to send in a block, if you do, uh, do either of these things and you catch a block, you can send it into us at blocked at blockedparty.com. You can also uh, go to our website, blockparty.com, and fill out the form on there. Uh, you can also donate to the show at patreon.com slash blocked party, uh, where $5 a month gets you access to three bonus ep- bonus episodes. I almost said bonusodes like one of those freaks. Uh, I kind of like that, to who, be honest. You like it? The, That's the, like, not bad. It's cool. To me, that sounds like a like a a shitty like a like a weird a nerdy pod. They'd be like, these are our bonus. episodes. like, I don't know. It didn't sound good to me anyway. Well, whatever. I'll nah. try it out. Maybe I'll try both and we'll <laughs> see what people like anyway. Yeah, you get three bonus episodes every month. Uh, last month, we introduced Block Party D&D, uh, where uh, Stefan and I played uh, Dungeons and Dragons with Jamie Loftus and Branson Reese. Uh, it was uh, it was a blast. Uh, we've got a uh, uh, board game designer, Josh Bergel, is our is our dungeon master. It's 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 a fun time. We're doing that every month for the next four months, so you can hop on at any point and and see that. Uh, this month, uh, we've also got some crazy stuff coming up. As I said, we've got that uh, live episode with Taylor Lorenz this Friday, where we're going to be reviewing very shitty celebrity cameos. And Stefan and I got to drink that Canada juice uh, soon as well. So yeah, uh, we got a lot of a lot of fun and terrible shit coming up. We also have a bunch of newsletters. We do five newsletters a month. Now we have guests come on and write newsletters for us. And that's great too. It's all over on the Patreon. You can check it out. It's uh, it's a really fun time and we put a lot of work into it. So give that a look. Uh, If you uh, don't want to donate, that's fine, too. You can also just follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Blocked Party Pod. You can rate and review the show on iTunes. Uh, That always helps us in the algorithm unless you don't like the show uh, and then shut the fuck up. And uh, if you uh, enjoy the show, just, you know, tell a friend, maybe they'll like it, too. Uh, We are here at the end of the show. Brian, we always like to conclude the show with a top three suggested by our guest. What do you have for us?
2: Okay, so this is near and dear to my heart because I just made one of these. But I was wondering uh, if you guys wanted to do your top three dumbest online purchases. Oh, so, yes. yes. I
0: definitely do. Mm-hmm. Okay. That sounds mm-hmm. great. All right. Top five, um, top three dumbest online purchases. Yeah, okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah love it, um, love it.
2: I'll, uh, should I start yeah, with my start, number start three? Yeah, just start with your number three, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I just did this yesterday. I ordered a, and this is the classic uh order something and then you find it but i looked all day i needed a charging cable for my playstation 4 controller i looked i i spent like maybe 3 hours looking for this goddamn <laughs> cable i ordered it was only like 7 bucks it's not a big deal but i ordered it and I, then i immediately found it of course. so that's my
0: number 3 oh yeah. i love that that was like it um, was like what happened after made it dumb that's always fun yeah. too where you're like yeah, oh now exactly. i just have this extraneous thing i don't need
1: now I have an extra cable I don't need. Beautiful. I, I'm going to go with the thing I'm wearing right now, <laughs> um, which I, I think it looks very cool. Yeah, it uh, looks it is good. A, it's, it's a throwback uh, soccer jersey from the 1970s for the Brazilian soccer team Grêmio. But the only reason I ordered it is because on the stream when we play FIFA, I always play as Grimio because they have such a funny name. And it sounds like gremlin or like a goblin thing to me. And I just loved the name so much. And I was like, well, you know what would be kind of cool is wearing this jersey when I play as my FIFA team when we're streaming FIFA. Very dumb. But also, it's it looks cool. And it's very comfortable. It does look so, cool. Yeah. 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 So I think it balances out. That's my number three.
0: John? John? Uh, my number three is actually, we haven't talked about it yet because I thought we were going to be recording in person, but, uh, producer Dan's not feeling well. So we're, we're recording remote today, but, uh, Brock tune, one of our listeners, uh, sent in a present for Dan, uh, which is sitting at his producer chair, but it remains unopened. It's in a gift bag. Uh, but Brock tune also sent to you and I, Stefan, uh, he sent, uh, peep this out masks. Oh, my um, God. So they uh, yeah. So I don't know if you've seen them online, but uh, well, I'll go I'll go get it after uh, when Brian's doing his number two so you can see. But we got a, a blue one and a black one. And it's got the peep this out logo on the front. And it says stay frosty. And uh, <laughs> that is and Brock I don't Tunes know what said,
2: this is. I got to say
0: Uh this. Brian. Don't ask. just don't ask, man. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's not it's it's not good. Peep uh, This but, Out
1: is, uh, is like a fast food review guy that we hate on, okay. on YouTube.
0: On so. YouTube, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, I think we're the only ones who buy his merch. I now have a <laughs> Peep This Out t-shirt. Uh, a listener sent me a Peep This Out shirt. Brocktoon has now sent us these masks. And Brock Tune said there's something else coming too, which like if the masks are not the worst part of what we're receiving, I'm a little yeah. bit... Uh, That's scary. But, uh, but yeah, Brian, you can do your number two and I'll go get the masks okay. so you guys can see.
2: Okay. Um my my number 2 is old Cinemax movies. Okay. Um, and I don't know if y'all re- y'all have Cinemax up there but it was like a movie channel like HBO <laughs> Right. But a a little sketchier so like on Saturday nights uh Friday nights they would show like um kind of basically softcore movies.
1: Yeah, we had like showcase up here and they would have okay. like the re- the Red Shoe Diaries and stuff like yes, that. Yes, exactly.
2: Yeah. Stuff like that. So I remember like from my childhood there was a uh, movie they showed back then called desert passion. And it okay. was like a sort of early nineties, but it stuck with me as a young man. So I found it on Amazon and this was like 20 years ago on Amazon. Like I was, you know, out of school. I didn't have a lot of money. It was $70 for <laughs> a VHS copy of desert passion. And I bought it and it is, so goddamn embarrassing that like and this was like kind of pre-youtube you know pre-online you know pre-torrenting and everything but yeah i i paid 70 dollars for
0: this. man you must have jacked off so hard yeah. like oh. i spent 70 yeah, bucks on yes. this. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. i've got you
2: have to i gotta yeah. make a make this uh, you know financially viable at some point. <laughs>
0: Was it like when you got it, was it kind of like as good as you remembered as far as just like the nostalgic value of it? Or did you watch it and you're like, oh, my God, like, I'm so dumb.
2: I still enjoyed it still held up. I'm happy to say, but I still every time I watched it, just like seventy dollars seemed to flash uh, <laughs> before my field of vision. And I'm so cheap that like I would never do that now. But yes, yeah, seventy dollars.
1: Amazing. Amazing. I love so that. Ooh, my number two, this is tough because the, these I have two that I'm sort of waffling between. I think either one could be number one, but I'm going to go with my number two is when we were doing the Funko Pop thing on, on the, on the oh show. Oh, my God. I bought John a Funko Pop board game. It's the Funkoverse strategy game based on the Golden Girls, and it comes with two mini <laughs> Golden Girls Funko Pops. And so it's a, it's a Golden Girls Funko Pop board game. Uh, which John has not played yet by the way. I think I've
0: said this on the show. Uh, so like I just, so Becca and I, you know, we like to play board games and we're, you know, we're a board game household. We like to have friends over to play board games and stuff. And so I was like, let's just play it because I, I got three Funko pop board games for the record. Uh, Stefan got me one and then two listeners also sent in Funko pop board games. And, um, I pulled it out of the box because I was like, okay, well, it's a Funko Pop board game. Like, I'm sure that this will be easy to learn. And Becca, Becca really didn't want to play. And I was like, whatever, you know, we'll just it'll be funny. Who cares? It was one of the most complicated board games I've ever seen in my entire life. It was like it was like a real life RPG. Like it was like like it's the Golden Girls Funko Pop board game. And it would be like, okay, so um, I don't even know their names. B. Arthur's attack is like you throw a drink in someone's face. And um, it's like, then that would make them lose four hit points. And then she would gain one strategy point. And then you have to like, it was nuts. The the rule book is like 20 pages long. It's like, (laughs) who is this for? And the other thing about the Funko Pop games is what they try to do to get you to buy more than one is that, yeah, like Stefan said, they come with the mini Funko Pops and and the characters are interchangeable. So like the board Uh... game is technically a map.
1: That's and then the characters
0: have, yeah. And then the characters have their own like strengths. They've got like a character card or whatever. So like, but that's supposed to be the idea. But then like the games I got, I got an Avengers one and I got a golden girls one. So like, they're trying to convince you like, yeah, bring Batman over to like uh you to golden, the golden girls, girls? U- universe. <laughs> to-, to Miami. And, yeah. To Miami <laughs> and play Batman versus the golden girls. Or it's just like. It's what, yeah. So I, I even I was like, you know what, I'm not learning this game. We're not yeah. playing this. This is too. This is yeah. too much. Um, here's the mask, uh, for you guys. Yes, stay frosty. Stay frosty. That's his catchphrase, Brian. I'm, I'm sure you oh, probably in,
1: inferred that, but uh, totally. Yeah, I'll wear that the ne- the next in person. Uh, yes. Yes. Definitely. When we take the photo. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yep. Um. Okay. My number two. This isn't even like that dumb of a purchase, but it was just like it just was so early online. So I used to buy a lot of soccer jerseys off of eBay um, because especially like in the, this would, this would have been like probably 2005, 2006. So sort of like the early days of eBay and, um, it was just like revolutionary because, you know, normally if you buy a licensed soccer jersey, it's like 120 bucks or 150 bucks or whatever. And on eBay, you could get these like knockoffs for like 15 bucks and they were good enough. Like, you know, they were pretty solid quality and I had done, I'd probably bought like five jerseys already. I had no problem. Uh, and then I bought one off of, I bought a Juventus Jersey back when Juventus went pink, Um, So they were kind of like the first soccer team that really went pink and the jersey was so nice. So I bought it um, and it was from Italy, uh, I think. um, And um, they just sent me batteries. They just sent me batteries in an envelope. And then what are are we talking here? double A, triple A, just double A's in an envelope. And then I remember like, this is, you know, eBay is still kind of the wild west, but like back then it was really the wild west. Yeah. And so like, I remember I messaged the, I messaged eBay and eBay's solution was like, well, you should message the seller and like figure out what, like work something out with them. It's like, Well, they just sent me batteries instead of a soccer jersey. Like, I don't think I'm going to work something out with them. So I emailed them and then they tried to say they were like, oh, that those were supposed to get shipped to someone else. We, we must have shipped your jersey to someone who wanted batteries and batteries to someone. And then if you like clicked on their profile, all they had is soccer jerseys. Like, and also no one's buying batteries on eBay at this point. So they were like, <laughs> sorry, that's our bad. But like we, we can't we're not going to send you another jersey unless you send the batteries back. And they to lived Italy. in Italy. So like the yeah. postage was like $40. I'm like, whatever I will take the $20 <laughs> loss yeah. on yeah. this like Jersey. But that was definitely the first moment where like all the things my parents thought about the internet, like came true. And I was like, Oh, maybe my dad's right. Maybe I shouldn't be giving out my address. on <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's so good. Brian, you're number one.
2: Um, so This one is an. This is kind of similar to John's. This is, I think, the one time I've like truly been ripped off on the internet. And this was a a Craigslist. Uh, So, so kind of a real life slash internet purchase. Um, Opened Star Wars Legos. Never, like, don't. If you're going to buy Lego, don't. they have to be sealed. I bought, <laughs> um, I bought like a playset of like the Empire Strikes Back. You know the 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 scene at the beginning where they're in the ice caverns and the Adat Walkers are attacking them. Yeah, the the rebels. So it was like it was like a little scenery setup, uh, uh, like that. And I go, we we make an agreement to meet, and I should have realized like the kid was like, I, I've only got like two days to sell this at such a great price, you know, like, uh, like all the warning signs were there, and I ignored him. I get out of the car, he gets out, he's like much younger than me, he's smoking a cigarette, he pops <laughs> open the trunk, and there's this 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 box of Legos, but it's like clearly been taped together, and he's like, oh yeah, but I checked them all last night, like it's fine. Um, And so I get back, and I get home, and obviously like it's like some like, but it's not the whole thing. I think he just jammed some Legos in a box and I, but I had his number. So I texted him and I was like, Hey, what's up? You know, this isn't the right one. And he goes, Oh, well there must be some, send me the exact model of all the, all the pieces that are missing and I'll, I'll like, you know, figure it out. Like they must be at my cousins or something like that. So I spent like, hours figuring out the exact (laughs) model of each one and i just never heard from him again like that was that was it
1: oh my god damn
2: i felt like such a sucker (laughs) (laughs)
1: uh my number one is uh it's very stupid obviously um and this was last year uh when i pretended to uh when i when i that guy said he got the yoda tattoo where baby yoda's drinking white claw and I pretended that I got it. And then I ordered custom temporary tattoos of that tattoo. I forgot
0: about that.
1: Of, but not even of the tattoo, of, like, the tweet of the tattoo. <laughs> yeah. And, and put it on my arm and took a picture of it. And I don't know, I guess it was worth, like, the 25 bucks for, like... <laughs> Six thousand faves or whatever.
0: <laughs> I remember. That's very, not, very that, I remember story, That's not that I remember the story. For twenty totally pounds. forgot that you got temporary tattoos. Yeah, <laughs> very dumb. <laughs> uh, uh, mine is like. See, I don't really have. I wish I had something that was like more clearly stupider than that. But one, I one I remember. My number one is just for like sheer like idiocy on my behalf. So we have uh, as a teacher, we used to have um in my school district had their own version of craigslist because we our email was on like a list serve or whatever and so like one of the like list serves was like a was yeah was a um like a swap and shop, they called it. Um, And you could, yeah, do you could swap stuff. And it was I think the the intention was it was supposed to be for like teaching materials. But then it obviously just turned into like a teacher's only version of Craigslist, which was nice. I actually bought a few things off of there because you obviously knew it was trustworthy, like the person worked in your district or whatever. So, you know, them,
2: you can go bang on their classroom door. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So
0: one guy was selling an original Nintendo um, with like, I don't know, 20 games or something like that. That And, and I was like, oh, I, yeah, I used to have a Nintendo. I don't anymore. I was living on my own at that point. So I was like, oh, this would be sweet to just have like a vintage Nintendo. I never, and it wasn't even that expensive. I think it was like a hundred bucks and it was like good, like good rare-ish games. So I like buy it. I drive to this guy's house. I, I pick it up. I bring it home and I'm, and then the next time I see my parents, I'm like, uh, I'm like, yeah, it's awesome. I I bought a original Nintendo off this guy. Cause like, you know, I had mine, we don't have mine. I don't have mine anymore or whatever. Yeah. And my mom's like, it's in the, it's in the basement. <laughs> I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, I never got rid of that. Like all she's like, you didn't know that. She's like, yeah, your Nintendo. your super Nintendo. It's all just in the crawl space. Like you can just go down and get it. I was like, what the, what, what? I was like, I thought you just got rid of it when we moved. Cause we moved across the country and I was like, I, I thought you just got rid of it when we moved. And she's like, no, I was like, oh, okay, great. Well, that's good knowledge, I guess. But I like just, it didn't even occur to me to like check in with my mom that I might still have this Nintendo. I was just like, right. She definitely, and and like, I would say over half of the games that I bought from this guy I already owned, Like, oh, like it was just, I just, I basically spent a hundred dollars to get a copy of Mike Tyson's punch out, which I did not, which I did not have. So yeah, that was, that was probably the worst. Just, just sheer dumbass 25 year old energy. I haven't played Nintendo in a while. I'll buy this. (laughs) Right. So, and you probably
2: played it like five times. Oh yeah. I I have like a whole
0: video game shelf. It pisses Becca off because I've got all my (laughs) Nintendos. I've got all these games. I've bought classic games off of people and like, yeah, I never play it. But don't yeah, t- no. she'll listen to this and she's going to be mad but i they're I, like books on a shelf yeah, yeah. i mean
1: mine's the, mine's the same except it's with like steam so it's at least like not cluttering up. it's cluttering up like my desktop right yes but like i have I, I was looking through the other day i'm like man i like i signed up for like the humble bundle or whatever like a year ago and it's like great and i've played a couple games off there but it's just like i have so many fuck i have like right a hundred games. They're like good games. That I'm just yeah. never going to play ever. Right. I just don't have time. Well, yeah. I mean
0: the humble bundle, it's like who could ever play those that many games, you know, it's no. like anyway, uh, yeah. we're here at the end of the episode. Uh, Brian, thank you so much for joining us uh, before we go. Is there anything you'd like to plug?
2: Um. Yeah. Follow me on Twitch. Uh, I'm at twitch.tv slash Brian Gar B R I A N G A A R. I, I mostly just race my followers in Mario Kart Eight, and they just destroy me constantly. <laughs> but it's it's fun. Like I'm not good at it anymore, but uh, it, it's just kind of a fun little thing we do. And I've been playing Fall Guys uh, recently, and oh, also not, yeah. n- not good at that either. But it's a lot of fun.
0: Awesome. Uh, well, there you go. Yeah, follow, and you can people can follow you on Twitter at Brian Gar. I believe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Wonderful. Uh, thank you again. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, again, we've got a live show coming up this Friday. If you've never attended a block party live show before, and you want to attend this one, send us an email at live at blockparty.com and we'll get you on the list. Uh, you can follow the show on uh, Twitter and Instagram at block party pod. You can donate to the show at patreoncom slash block party. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. We'll see you back here next week. Goodbye.
1: Bye. Bye.